10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Well, howdy there, little buckaroos, and welcome to the podcast, the name and thesis which entirely sparks joy of which is, are we friends? I am your currently pantsless co-host, Taylor. You can't say that. I'm your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm Jorge. And this is the show where three boys who've known each other for about 10 years discuss their interests one at a time to see if they are actually still friends anymore or if it's just inertia. Today, we're doing a claim that he just made is that I can't verify whether he is lying or not. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I really, I can't see. In my heart of hearts, I can't see. And I just, I hope in the heavens there's someone there going, He's wearing pants. I'm sorry, Brian. No one's listening. <laughs> I, am, I, am, I am out. Um. <laughs> That's what we're talking about, oh, pantsless one. Ah, so today we are doing a group. Uh, we're doing things a little bit differently today. We're doing, uh, rather than doing a shared interest, I think it's fair to call it, we're doing a shared struggle of ours. Um, something <laughs> that I think, and I'm, I'm excited to see to what degree, affects all of us. We're talking about the shit that we have that we cannot get rid of. Yeah, so I think this is just like another way, another yardstick with which to measure our friendship. So we're not <laughs> it's not one of us bringing something to the table. We're going to start doing some of these some of these group concepts. Yeah. Yeah. We we've, we've oh. measured the depth, but now we're measuring the heights, uh, vice versa. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry, we've measured the heights are, or the height. breadth or the No, we've measured How the would you measure breadth. depth without height? Well, uh, like above sea level are of the, the good depth. things. Below sea above level sea are the <laughs> the bad things. Where this is sea level? Is above sea level, it's at zero elevation. Where is that? Where the sea is, like Wisconsin. Like where is? But isn't the sea at? No, I guess the sea wouldn't. Where is it? So where, if you if you go to the beach <laughs> and you say this, anything that's higher than this is elevated. Anything lower than that is lower than but, that. But what about <laughs> tide? No, that just it's forward and back. There's nothing about up and down. Oh. It kind of moves in. It, tide goes in, tide goes out. You can't explain that. I also feel like there's a there there has to be a portion of sea level that is abstracted. Like this is the average place where the ocean meets you know the land. Yeah. Because I'm wondering is the yeah because I, I guess it's pretty flat. Like you know the dynamics of fluids are such that the ocean lays more or less flat, right? Uh, well, that, it's you know, the like coast always of moving. It's not higher than the coast of yeah, ours. But yeah, there's a lot of motion going on, but like. <laughs> I guess the base average line would be there's like a base average line for it. Yeah, so where is it at in the middle of the wave? At the apex of the wave? The bottom of a wave? <sighs> no, no, no. It's where the wave stops. I think I think tide's yeah, a factor here. Then tide's more of a factor here. Well that would mean the elevation of your city is constantly changing. That's why I'm saying is weird. No, but it's <laughs> I think also I think it's like the Celsius scale, where what's zero? I don't know when water freezes. What's one hundred? I don't know when water boils. And like, cool. Like, that's that's it from now set on. set a marker. Yeah, those and make perfect we'll sense to me. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in the same exactly way that like I, the one day, the one day I stood on this ocean, this is zero, and now it is. Yeah, that's what I'd or like to know. The, I'd like the, to know the relation what, like, yeah, of the ocean to the land, where the ocean and land are meeting, is literally sea level, as in where the water is to us. The okay, so here's world the world is 70% water. There's places where there's no land in sight for fucking ever. Brian, I don't need your high school debate sort relative. of argument coming at me right now. The world is 70% water. So if we I'm take sad. that into account. Uh, we should we should definitely <laughs> do a flat earth episode. Fl- okay, guys, if you've got... If, oh. If you've never taken a dive into some flat earther shit oh, yeah. on YouTube... Oh. Take a spin, like just I'm buckle so- up. Don't like keep your doors locked. Win, roll those windows up, and enjoy your time. You don't want to get off anywhere there, but it's yes. fun to take a tour. There, there's a there's a Netflix documentary called That's Behind right. the Curve, yes. which is about flat earthers. I gotta um, check that out. I need to watch it. It's I, I know the results of it at the end, but I, it's great. <laughs> I would love it if they great. built it to this dramatic climax, and after everything. <laughs> The world ends up being round. I'm like, are you? I just watched two and a half hours to get to like, duh. Do you guys do you care about? Spoilers? I'm pretty sure that is what happens. Isn't they it? do the test to prove that it's flat, and they prove that it's round. But then uh, they're just like, oh, it must have been this. And we got to do yeah, another then, experiment. The, the, the real like climax is the delusion of going. 
oh, something was wrong and that, like, lying, just, you know, pushing data away so that it's like you don't have to, un, you know, uh, wrestle with the fact that you were wrong. Thank God. I feel like this works in really well. That culturally, this is one of those things we can't seem to get rid of. Uh, flat earther yeah. nonsense. <laughs> a lot of relitigating of the issue. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. sad that Time Cube was forgotten. My my high school time English teacher cube? told me what? about Time, time cube? cube. Yeah. What is, is the Time Cube? Van Damme ripoff? So, I don't understand. Well, all right, so you know how right now it's one time where we are, but if yes. you like cross that ocean, it's a different time over there, right? Yeah, time yes, zones. Yes, because there are four different time zones. Because if you imagine the globe inside of a cube, there are four sides to the cube that have different times on them. I'm sorry. There are six sides to a cube. This is not oh, making sense Sorry, to me. that is the top and the bottom of the cube. Are those not sides anymore? No, we don't call those sides. Oh, those are, and that's the top are the, and the bottom the of the cube. What are the tops and bottom of a cube? Flat. Flat Earth. Flat Earth. Perfect. Damn, I got some reevaluating to do right now. <laughs> Okay, so I feel what, like a what, sheep. What are we going to talk about then, if Should not be... flat Earth? So I thought I thought we could make it even a little bit of a competition. Um, mm. Start from the bottom, you know. Oh, find some here. talk about maybe bring up an item at a time. Like this is a thing I can't get rid of. Here's okay. why. Here's the story about it. I I did not itemize every single item because I realized that I, was say, I did I not had two items well, in total. <laughs> I didn't want to spend an hour telling all of my friends their Bingo. presents that I don't that I want to I throw away. I didn't just want a laundry list of uncomfortable soon to be family meeting. But like, I just, did uh, I did split them into some categories that we can speak about yeah. a little bit more generally and I can give yeah. some examples. Okay, so let's do that cuz I that makes cuz I have no qualms uh, kind of calling out a couple of people cuz several of the people I have things for I don't even talk to anymore but I still can't get Taylor, rid of them. Taylor started writing you started writing your list the second we thought of the idea. Yeah. Literally the moment Jorge said, And hey, I'm still writing this? it. You were like, I have this and this and that and this and this and that. Perfect. So that's I, I want to start even less, like even lower down than gifts from friends and loved ones is okay. the card that comes with the gift that you were given. Oh my god. I have all and of them. I also have many of them. And I, I you know, I fucking what first of all, I hate receiving gifts i never want them and i don't know i don't i'm not a reactive person when it comes to those things they're always they oh, stare yeah. right at you and you have to pretend to be excited about it and i'm very Dude, bad at it and we both are I, aware that i'm lying to them i have mastered the art of feigning interest in a gift that i don't like to the point where at certain points now i don't know if i like it or not <laughs> What the hell is wrong with you two? Getting stuff is I, the I, best. Like, objectively, no, no, no. getting stuff is stop. awesome. Stop, stop, stop. I love getting stuff. Nope. Uh -huh. I'm, Jorge is talking about he hates getting stuff. So he's act. I'm talking about, in my case, of getting something that I don't care for or didn't want or whatever, and then going, oh, wow, that's so interesting. Like, oh, I could do this with that. And just feigning, <laughs> okay. like, excitement about it to make the other person feel better about the gift they gave me, even though I'm like, oh, cool nothing like yeah. mm. so it's they it, had to spend you know? money they had to waste time yeah. i'm not enjoying it we now have this awful social interaction it is <laughs> abysmal i think gifts should be bad i completely disagree but just um but yeah the cards especially that come with them they write down so like <laughs> how do you even more how do you come how do you guys come i've never i never write cards by the way so how you how do you come up? Oh, with I write cards all the time. Unique of messages every time for different people for different. Like, oh, I just like from a heart filled place uh, tell someone like the particular like I, I describe our relationship and why the, our relationship is important to us. Like when my aunt Trudy and Uncle Paul, uh, my aunt Trudy retired and my well they both retired at a similar time. So I just wrote them a heart filled message like inside of a card like Hey, you know this is the thing that you were kind of constructive in my identity for. Thank you so much for that. Um, and that was lovely. You know, you just so you kind say of something formula. about that person. So if we, yeah, if in the we same way that you can say, uh, in the same way that you can say, like, well, novels typically have a three act structure. Like it's kind of formulaic. Yeah, but there's a thousand different kinds of novels. So why don't I just build something that takes in a bunch of examples of my cards and then just auto generates them based on person? Yes. Do it. I mean, it's a victimless 100... crime if you don't tell <laughs> yeah, anyone. There's nothing. There's no, well. 
But yes, I did. <laughs> if you don't tell people when you make it, then you're fine. Yeah. I did. I did keep a bunch of these cards because it does feel wrong to just chuck them into the garbage immediately. And there it, is a time. There, so, there is a time period for it. Okay, when I is I'm gonna? I, have no, I like have. I think I have a couple of cards that, because of the moments and the context they were in and how hard felt, like I absolutely keep because it just like he literally gives me an emotional reaction. But like most cards, I'm like okay, and I keep them around for a little while, and then they just go in the trash during like a purge. Like they fall victim because it's like I don't have anything to do with this. There's I a dog take with back. a fart, and it says this year's a gas, and I'm like, I die. Yeah. Like, see you later. <laughs> You, you should have oh, kept so that good. card, man. Dude, that's a, I remember that's a winner. the card. Like, it's not... uh, yeah, so I want to take it back a little bit uh, and tell everyone a story. And so, Jorge, when you said, uh, what if I just made something that auto-generates responses? And I said, oh, yeah, that's a victimless crime. No one's going to know. And I'm like, no, 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 hold the phone. Because I remember when you got your goddamn Apple Watch and you can text from an Apple Watch with a, a number of either pre-generated or inputted stock mm-hmm. phrases. Uh-huh. And I could immediately <laughs> tell when Jorge would look at my text text message and then give me one of those auto responses could be like hey man uh you know i gotta talk to you about something uh call me when you're ever it would be like in a meeting brb or something like that like oh god damn it you asshole you absolute asshole yeah i hate don't you dare texting i hate emailing i don't like being on the phone with you the the only way i like to to interact with people is to get a drink that is the only i want us to both get a drink together and then sit and talk to each other that's the only way I want to interact. I mean, don't I get me wrong. 100%. That's my preferred method, too. But, you know, I'm not picky. I am 100% using in a meeting as, like, I'm going to type it myself, just two people, and see if they get, like, are you, is something happening with you? And I'm like, in a meeting. Well, some some of those times I was in a meeting. Uh, of course. And isn't reason, it a victim? generated message, but just, like... No, because it's the boy who cried wolf. I'm never going to believe you're in a meeting for the rest of your goddamn life. No. You could be a job where you're 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 literal Only title meetings. is meeting coordinator and i would still not believe that you are in meetings a mr meeting <laughs> how often does a meeting coordinator have to be in meetings i feel like they'd be spending most say, of their time seems coordinating like they actually meetings. go to no meetings like they would just <laughs> set up why would well, they need they to be there it's already of, coordinated but they would have a series of meetings about coordinating the meeting man or would you uh well because who coordinates those meetings oh fuck oh my okay. god so uh to we... whoever is our audience member who is a meeting coordinator if that is actually a real job can you please hit us that. up and save sure us you're... except you're thinking of event coordinator dude. That's... <laughs> <laughs> a meeting okay so either event coordinator or a meeting coordinator can you, you know please tell us how it's not turtles is? all the way down no i no, know taylor, what an event coordinator <laughs> taylor you know what a meeting coordinator is the person who sends mm. the email saying, let's meet in the conference room at 12. And that could be anybody in the meeting. Anybody wants to call Yeah, that's one. like saying you need a potty coordinator. Like, that's just you. You just go when you need to. Okay, so great. You are a meeting coordinator, so I will never believe that you're in a meeting again. Everyone's a meeting thought... coordinator. So there, so there are no meetings. Now I understand. What is the well, sound of one hand clapping? What is the no sound one of one is. hand clapping? Jorge's not in a meeting. Solved it. But... It is and it is not. What? I, I don't even know what you're saying anymore. I'm, I am going to start, rem- like, I think I'm going to come up with some general responses for you that are definitely me, and then I'm just going to type them the exact same way over and over again. Yes, yes, yes. Enjoy the disintegration of our friendship. <laughs> oh, no. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of disintegrating like friendships and week, relationships. Every week this podcast is going to get bitter and bitter and bitter. <laughs> just like Taylor just constantly talking about the text messages you receive. Oh, my God. But speaking like, of disintegration, go ahead. Yeah. So what are some of these other these other categories of things you can't get rid of, Jorge? <sighs> okay, well, so in addition to the cards themselves, there are there is the gifts themselves. Mm-hmm. Which I cannot be more clear about. I am a, a minimalist, basically. I you know, I do like okay. a lot of Buddhist type shit, I do a lot of that fancy nonsense. Uh-huh. So I don't have really that much stuff, and I like very bare walls, and I don't like decorations or keeping okay. shit around. I like only very specific things that I'm going to use. And I'm like, hey, everybody, yeah. you know, probably just don't get me a gift. Like, don't do nothing. Okay, every, you, you know that's not time, an option, though. That's not an will, option to not get you a gift on Christmas. They will get me usually the most awkwardly shaped thing that takes up the most <laughs> amount of space that I can put on shelves I do not have. I got you it's a tiny like, square, yeah. a tiny square this year. Granted, it is still a decoration. I, I, I made Jorge a, a cross-stitch this year. Uh, but I thought um, that was small and unobtrusive enough that that would like slide yeah. in, and you'd like that. What was the cross stitch of? Pikachu. 
<laughs> Which one of us likes Pikachu? <laughs> well, you know, both of us. I do like I do like that Pikachu, and it thing. is up right now, and I can see it from here, and it is it is Good. nice. It is nice. Yeah. It does. It will someday create but, a stressful situation yeah. where I need to decide what to do with this handcrafted irreplaceable Pikachu. It's, it's very fortunate Put it up in the bathroom. that Jorge likes it, but he cannot get rid of it. Like, yeah, it's like all of a sudden now. Think about how old I'm. How old am I? I'm 26. 38 years old. Sorry. <laughs> and for the rest of my maybe one year, maybe 80 years, hopefully closer to one. That oh, many years, oh no. I will this this Pikachu will have to remain in yeah. whatever space I occupy. It'll probably be the last thing you see at this rate. Without, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like I'm gonna be visiting Jorge just... on his deathbed. He's gonna be asleep, and I'm gonna hold his hand gently, and Jorge's eyes are gonna flutter up, maybe for the last time. <laughs> and I'm just gonna take my hand away and put the Pikachu cross stitch into it, and then he's gonna drift <laughs> off into oblivion. <laughs> And the last, and I can hear the words right now. I'm going to hear it as, thank you. And what he finally said was, oh, thank you. <laughs> Sarcastically as he drifts off to the great beyond. Yeah, and that fucking Pikachu cross-stitch comes within me to travel the cosmos for the rest of eternity. That's You're, you're at the River Styx, and it's like, what did you have last on your mortal body to pay the fairman? I have this cross-stitch of Pikachu. Great, that's totally acceptable. Well, no, I can't. It's my friend. My friend gave it to me as a gift. I can't get rid of this. And then it's just see you later, fucker. And the boat goes oh, away. Dude, no, I'm giving that up for yeah. easy, easy mode. In the afterlife, it's like I'm not gonna lie. I I feel like Charon uh, or Chiron or whatever you want to pronounce it, like the the boatman of Guy. the river sticks. I'm sure, like he maybe for posterity's sake, he kept up like the pontoon style or sorry, the gondola <laughs> style thing. But I also imagine him it's, now. It's got like, to a, like a Florida propeller boat yes, driver. Like he's so fucking done with this. He wears a trucker hat and just like, get on like shutter nuts. shades and a trucker <laughs> hat. It's just a tank top. It's just, what's up? There's so many more people dying that he has to well, rip it across the river sticks and back like so many times. I mean, it's probably just interacting with Americans year after year. They just kept it- like, Oh, here I got this bud light. You want this? Yes. <laughs> we made money forever. So it's just like whatever gift they were holding. It's just like, God, Americans are so American that we made an immortal entity, Entity. one of us. (laughs) America number one. USA. 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 Uh, So on that same... That same thing, Ore, uh, like you, uh-huh. you have gifts and you're going to keep them for eternity. And I want to see if you guys do this as well. I have gifts from people that I don't even talk to anymore and people that I like don't have a responsibility to like anymore, but I can't get rid of the stuff. Why not? Um, so I'm a lot of this episode is going to be me literally looking at my own desk to describe yeah. some of these. So I received from an ex, uh, an, an ex-girlfriend two beautiful gifts one was she hand typed the first page of the iliad in greek on this beautiful piece of paper that she had like bought from etsy like an old piece of like early paper with a print on it and it's framed and it's on my Mm -hmm. desk and it's it's a perfect gift for me and i'm never gonna get rid of it and i like now i want that that. yeah Yeah. that doesn't that's totally different that's something that you want yeah uh okay well directly next to that Is a, a hand from the Pikachu. same X. From oh no, that's <laughs> that's what's literally next to that one. If we go across the Pikachu, uh, it's a <laughs> postcard of Flannery O'Connor as a child next to a cigar box, which the same X gave me. And like, I don't know why those don't really take a lot of like emotional space, but I can't get rid of them. They were a gift. Nah, you can get rid. Of them. See the yeah, wait. Why can't you get rid of those? Because I'm very like. If I have bad juju or emotional like memories with something, I'm like, see you later, fucker, and just like punt <laughs> that shit into nowhere. Um, if it's actually a value, I'll be like, here, somebody else take this. But like, why can't you? What's the? What's holding you back on being like? I don't fucking really care about this thing. I have no idea. I have no idea. I just like because I I go, do dog. I do absolutely get rid of stuff. I do it all the time. I just yeah. got rid of more than half of all the clothing that I own because a lot of it I've had since high school. So I like I you know put that in a bag and yeeted sure. it straight to the goodwill. Exactly. Um, but I don't know. Like there are some things like if it has the barest amount of sentiment, like intentional sentimentality to it, like it's very difficult for me. Like I feel like I'm betraying 
not even that person because I do not care about this say, person who no shall not be named. Um, well, you but, said the gift. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> anybody who knows you will now be able to put this together based on these very specific gifts. Yeah, well. Like, you know what I mean? I don't Oh, when I'm famous and I go on Leno or something, I'm telling this story, and I might drop the Leno. name. Um, but yeah, Leno's, Leno's going to be like, be why are you telling me this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's amazing how much I don't care. Colbert, maybe. He fucking knows Flannery. Like, you know, yeah. he talks about that shit, but like. Leno's gonna be like, "Someone, you got a car or something." Oh no, I'm telling the story of how I got broken up with. That's that's oh, the story okay. that connects it to this ex. But anyway, oh, anyway, okay. so like, yeah, and then I, I look around and I've got other items that I don't really care about one way or the other. Like, a, I've got a novelty flask that my parents got me once. Can't get rid of that. I don't drink out of a flask. Never have. I don't think I literally have ever drunk it out of a flask before. As much as I think it would oh, be damn. awesome to drink out of a flask, but I can't it's get rid of it. Because he doesn't want to break the rules and drink in public. Well, that's exactly that's it. The whole point of the flask. <laughs> but it's against the rules. You can't drink in public with an open container. You can't do it. So you, sorry. So here's you so clo- do, do what you, I do. Dude, then. Like here's, here's a top, and you close it. It's a closed container. We're all set. <laughs> Everyone's good. <laughs> that is um, what I will tell the police officer. Exactly. Yeah. So what <laughs> you, what you can, your ass off to what you can do is you take the flask, you tuck it away somewhere, like you put it away. So mm-hmm. you, like you're supposed to do with objects, you put it away, and then much later. You stumble across it, and it's like, oh, it's been put away all this time. I've never used it. Nobody's going to know. I can, you know, pretty easily throw this away now. Yeah. The problem is I can't do that with decorations because you're not allowed to put them away. And so they never leave the mind, and they're there to haunt me for the rest of eternity. Okay. Think about (laughs) it. That's reasonable. This trend continues every year for the rest of my life. I will will be covered in hundreds of items that I did not want and do not represent me. And You'll I have just, an just littering my walls. That's what a garage is for, things. dog. You could just just put it away in a nice box. Some it's yeah, enough nice to know that you kept it. <laughs> I swear Bury to God, if you ever bury under. any of the wonderful gifts I have gotten you over a friendship, friendship <laughs> done. Yeah. By the we, way, this this is done. Another gift that Taylor has gotten me is a <laughs> a blown up. <laughs> No. Pikachu trading card. No. Oh, what, no, no. What, it was it was a store the, promo yeah, for base they, set one. Yes, and he explained it as this. He was like, "Oh yeah, you know, this came through my store. It's really rare. There's like not that many of them. They're highly yeah, sought it after." Like one, it I'm was like, like okay, one of a kind, right? Yeah, right? yeah. Cool, awesome. And then I fucking go to his apartment, and what does he have but the exact <laughs> same card? Well, there was not, two. And like, what was it? Buy I two, get one free. Like. <laughs> No, we just happened to get two in, so I I bought them both because I knew that you would appreciate its rarity and like sentimental value of our childhood. I also wanted that though, and there's no reason why I couldn't also have Tainted. that. Tainted. I should be able to, to regift like... that one. Yeah, regift it to me if you're gonna regift it to anybody. <laughs> yeah. No, man, I can you know. All right, what so are, I've, got a, I've got a category. Okay. Um, Category of things which you know are important to other people which have accidentally ended in your possession, but you currently do not know how to give it back to them. Like you've lost, lost touch with them. Lost and found, exactly. Yeah. And I'm not talking about like clothing and shit or like little knickknacks that, you know, uh-huh. occasional dalliances leave in apartments. I'm talking about like stuff, uh, like stuff that like is attached to the I know, person I got, who left I got it. one, like your, uh, your Greek textbook that I passed <laughs> off. Does that have his still? Greek textbook? I don't have it. I oh, no, handed I it to I, one of your girlfriends while you were dating them so that I wouldn't have to deal with it anymore. <laughs> I swear be, to God. That's just lost in the nether now. You, you were negligent with you, that artifact. You, no, no. It was while you were dating them, and I told you, like, hey, they have it, and everybody was in agreeing. It's like, cool. Taylor will get this mm-hmm. back next time. And I'm like, sweet. I don't and have to worry about it. Because I've also <laughs> tried. So the problem with handing things back to Taylor is you'll hand them to him. He will put them down. He will get yes. blackout drunk. And then he will leave. Not pick them the up item. again. Like, Never to be seen again. Holy shit. Exactly true. Well, so, I, I have a lot of I've books got Speaking of books. Oh, I'm sorry, Brian. Yeah. Oh, I, I've got a book here that I wanted to do a little book talk on <laughs> for you. One that I got. What the um, If you guys, can someone just describe to me the image on this book, uh, oh, that oh, is a oh, fighter jet with swastikas on the wing. A... Yes, it is. Or the uh, Hakenkreutz. Sure. Uh, the Hakenkreutz, indeed. Um, it's called Designated Targets. My old roommate Austin left a couple of paperbacks, and I don't know his address now. Uh-huh. So I've got this one, Final Impact, which is a like a Black Hawk fighter jet, also with swastikas on it, and <laughs> Weapons a... of Choice, which has a boat with swastikas on it they're all part of part of like, this alternative history 
novels. Anti-Nazi novels, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's like a like um, uh, what's that show on Amazon Prime right now? Like, what if Man the Nazis the won? Castle. Man in High Castle. Like, it's one of those. Yeah. Like, oh, it's isn't this such of, a terrible uh, tragedy? K. This penis novel, I think. Exactly. Um, Philip K. Fallis light uh, <laughs> novel here, and I've tried to read the god. first page and like, oh my god, what in the hell is this? But I can't get rid of them. They don't belong to me. I don't have the right to discard these. Well, then reach I, maybe, out. I think maybe if you finish reading them, you'll have earned the right to get rid of them. Correct. Because if you read them, then now they're your property. Yeah, and your problem. You yes. know, property is nine tenths of the you, laws, and, and nine tenths of property is Nazi books. And so now you, you have just got to read explain them. Why you have a disturbingly large number of books with war memorabilia with swastikas that is not World War II specific. And you have to go, no, it's a it's a whole alternate history thing. And you're like, that's a lot of swastikas, dude. It's a lot of swastikas. It's too many swastikas. Yeah, it's it not, is. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like one swastika is too many swastikas. <laughs> no, but like you can get away with like, oh, this is, you know, some book on World War II. And it just happened to be about Nazis. Fine. No, no problems there. But like, like six is a lot. I want you to know that, uh, first of all, it's three, but w- when you said, when I said one swastika on the, wait, is... no, stop. There would be at least four because there was two on the first book and then there were oh, three oh, books I'm sorry. with one each. That's I thought you were saying. talking about the uh, the uh, the, no, the number of books. books. No, no, no. I'm there are, you swastika. nailed it. There are two swastikas. Sorry, there are seven. There are uh, oh eight. God, there are four swastikas <laughs> on oh the God. plane and four on the helicopter. <laughs> and the last one doesn't have any swastikas on it. Um, and this has been Nazi math. <laughs> Hello, my name is Taylor. Uh, <laughs> I am oh tall and blonde, and I promise those swastikas say, aren't what you think they are. <laughs> it's not great that we. <laughs> but you know, when you when you were saying uh, when I said one swastika is too many, and you said, "Well, I was imagining like, oh, you know, my grandfather gave me this pin. Like, oh, this is going to be a really heartfelling tor- story about how he took this artifact <laughs> of a tragic moment of history." Yes. My grandfather, Wilhelm, like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, oh, just so you know, I time-wise, it would be fine. It wouldn't work out this way. But, like, I have a lot of, like, we're, we do figure out family tree stuff. But, like, the one we know for sure is um, one of my grandfathers is definitely of German descent because my great or great-great-grandfather was named Augustus Adolf. And it's like, nope, check please, I'm out of here. See you later. Yikes. I know math-wise it doesn't work out that it was around during that time, but I'm just like, nope, bye-bye. Get out of here. Okay. Oh, boy. Does any <laughs> so Nazi? Wait, so we can't even get rid of Nazi memorabilia? I think you can. Get, I think those are good. I to think get. No, there's three no, books like, and eight swastikas like, that so, say otherwise. Like so many other things that the Nazis are an exception to. You can make an exception for Nazi shit. You have under no responsibility to keep that shit. Yeah. I if it's like, hey, there's this Ruger or Mauser that my dad, my granddad got off of a Nazi soldier. I'd be like, fucking absolutely keep. Yeah, that. yeah, you can't get rid of that. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. See, I don't think you can get rid of sort. actual Nazi stuff. No, 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 you wouldn't, because it has historic. I mean, the yeah. historical value, potential, whatever. Yeah, that. yeah I think like, you can get it to the yeah. proper authorities. Exactly. You give yeah. it to me. No, it no. belongs you, to the museum. You don't have to keep it in your possession. You might not have the right to destroy Correct. it, but like dispose of it. You know, give it to the person. I don't know. I'm probably Transfer keeping it. a Luger. I don't know. Oh, that. I would keep that, especially if it was like this is my dad. You know, my granddad picked this up off of a soldier. I'd be like. This is the metalest thing I'll ever hold. Yeah. So now that you, speaking of World War II paraphernalia, this brings okay. me to another thing. How much where, World War II stuff do you got? Uh, so our friends, Pat and Natalie, um, were the first people that we knew that got married. They were high school sweethearts. And to kind of start their life and build a little nest egg, because they were young when they got married, they had a huge garage sale. Okay. And one of the things that I bought, you know, just kind of like, oh, whatever. It's a bayonet. That's really cool. How often do you yeah. see a bayonet? And then I went down a research <laughs> hole about it, having oh, seen no. like a little symbol on the side. And I looked it up and oh, it's boy. a early World War II infantry Japanese bayonet. And like, Pat, Pat, how did your grandfather get this Japanese bayonet? Did he take this <laughs> off the body of a dead man? <laughs> so now I have this like fear. Like I can't, I can't get rid of this. Oh, yeah, no, I, I'm like, this is important now. That's dead man's treasure. You can't, you can't. Also, get rid of that. now that you've brought this up on like in a public sphere, like congratulations, you're getting haunted. Like it's just, it's over. World War, some soldier's going to be showing up. You're going to be seeing them in the backs of fucking doorways that are open. And you're going to be like, I have to get rid of this right yeah. now. And if horror movies are any indicator, Japanese ghosts are much scarier than American oh, ghosts. Dude, no, oh, like, God. I'm gonna see like Tanaka Ishigari them. like in my fucking doorwell, <laughs> and you know he's gonna like, oh, 
wait, maybe this it won't be. And his head turns into like a pile of snakes <laughs> as it turns backwards and black goop is spraying out like coating like my wall. It unhinges a little too far and you're like, I, it, stop. It's no. either going to be sorry, something really I'm not going to really lie. I'm horrific. terrified. I just heard a creak in my own apartment. I'm sorry. <laughs> like now I'm very scared. Yeah, it is. It's going to be either something horrific with horrible yeah. green lighting or you're going to get turned into like a pile of bananas. Oh. Because that, that also happens. It That's can go really either mess. way over there. Yeah. What I would be you, Brian? What are, what are some of these items? I don't think we've heard too many of the shit that you can't get rid of. We So in terms of in terms of memorabilia or like old stuff, a lot of that is stuff I don't want to get rid of. Like my dad gave me his old 60s comics, which include like old school Daredevil and The Flash and Superman and Superman being a huge dick to him and his friends and like these hilarious like, you know, time capsules from the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. are just these awesome. things. Where I'm like, I have no intention of ever getting rid of them. So I can't get rid of them because I don't want to get rid of them. Uh, old stuff, I'm always I'm always interested in. Just historical yeah. value. Maybe stuff from like five, ten years ago, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I oh, th- here's something I want to get rid of, but I don't, again, don't think I should in whatever regards. I found a camera, an old school uh, a video camera that I had in high school so like 10 whatever plus years ago and i looked on it for nostalgia's sake i was like oh it still boots up that's great like good to see old technology still working and i looked i'm like i wonder if anything's on here and i look over Mm -hmm. and it's just cringe no just the cringiest cringe since cringe came to cringe burn it like it's i oh i would love to just put plastic explosive and just like Send that shit up as far as away as I can. Just watch it blow up. But I can't. Why? It's just... there. It's too precious? One, it's a little too precious in that regard. Two, it still works to an extent. So it's not like it's all fucked up. And I'm like, it's just busted electronics. See you later. Mm. It's in pretty perfect working order. So I'm like, I shouldn't get rid of this. Is it a and digital camera? It's a DV. Yeah, it's a digital camera. Yeah, so just upload the video so you don't lose that. And sell the but camera. The, but no, but Jorge, that's what I want to get right. Those were what no, I want not, to be gone forever. Not on like YouTube, you know, just like upload it somewhere so where like, you can conveniently forget it's on your file system when you get a new computer later. I'm going to put it in the folder that I pretend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I uh, don't oh. want to know about that folder. <laughs> <laughs> the one labeled like grandma's obituary going, or whatever so you hide it under. I fumble through the rest of that <laughs> sentence. Um, and hear the deafening silence of response. So, but yeah, like that sort of stuff yeah. is one of the things <laughs> I can't. The, isn't it worse if somebody's sifting through your pornography and then they find a video of you as a you child, bees, just like dicking around, and it's like, just like me and my you and a bunch of like, other kids? <laughs> I'm aroused by like genuine intimacy. Lay off, it's no, me. <laughs> I would immediately uh-uh. get suspicious, and I would have to watch every video because I go, "Where does it get dark?" Like, where is the true detective, like, oh, my God, scene where you're like, fuck, it's actually the serious thing. Um, So I'm just now realizing this. Uh, We we talked a little while ago about how Event Horizon might have had, like, a bad, indelible impact on my development, like, with horror films and shit. called Mm -hmm. trauma. Do you guys remember um, in the first Indiana Jones movie where, uh, not Blaylock, but who's the, the villain, the bad architect? Belloc. Belloc, yeah. Belloc. He's a bad archaeologist. Yeah, he's sitting in Cairo, and he meets Dr. Jones, and he like has this pocket wash, and he says, uh-huh. look, this thing, I could get it at any corner store. It's worthless, but if I put it in the ground for a thousand years, suddenly it becomes history and treasure, or whatever the line yeah. is, something like that. And so like, I, I, I fear that I keep a lot of stuff for fear. Like, it's not valuable oh right now, but what no, if? It'll never <laughs> be valuable. You're hoping for just an exponential growth it's of a, ROI? Where it's just like, well, it's not like, you know. It's not like it's not like yes. the pocket watch at the 999th year is still garbage, and when the calendar flips over, now it's treasure. Like there's a, a weird progression; it gets more valuable the older it is. Mm. Also, I imagine scarcity. I f- no, see, I feel like like when you, like take Beanie Babies, they're never gonna get more. They're gonna continue Correct. to become more garbage. Is all. Can anyone tell me why everyone thought Beanie Babies were gonna be worth something? Because I've never heard because a straight answer about people why people told, invested in Beanie Babies. Well, because because they people inv- told people they would have value. They had the same problem you did. <laughs> or maybe they just watch Indiana Jones and they're like, well, I got a bunch of fucking Beanie Babies exactly. for some reason. Like, <laughs> also, no, so they sh- you're telling why. us that we should bury all the Beanie Babies. 
and then they'll no, get valuable. No, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I'm gonna hold a certain horde of Beanie Babies, and then I'm going to systematically erase every other Beanie Baby from existence <laughs> until I have the only ones. And then they have value because of scarcity. You are no, they no still, more they still wouldn't have any value. Yes, they would. People that's would also the, the whole thing about Belloc's stupid argument that's wrong about the time thing isn't about the time thing. It's about the fact that this is a relic from a bygone era, and that's the only one left. Yeah. Like, okay, that's, yeah, that's how value, supply, and demand work. Like, because there's the supply ET more demand. Nintendo video game would be incredible. Atari. Yeah. Oh, it was Atari. Damn. Yeah. Oh, this is a fun story uh, for anyone who doesn't know it. Um, so after E.T. came out for the Atari 2600, um, they made a video game. And it's famously one of the worst well, the games ever made. the came out and then they made. made the video game. Exactly. Sorry. Uh, and it's famously one of the like, worst it games. Came out, when it came out for the video game, they made the video game. <laughs> so, uh, but they, they gave the poor designer of this game like three weeks to fucking shit out a game. Mm-hmm. And frankly, for three weeks did a pretty good job yeah. uh but they 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 made twice the number of this game that currently existed atari systems at that time that's how confident they were that et was going to be such a cultural phenomenon and obviously they didn't double the amount of ataris in the world to sell all these games and not everyone who had an atari wanted this shitty et game so they rather than admit their defeat they went to the desert in the american southwest and buried thousands thousands of these yeah. copies and someone in the last couple of years like found the secret burial ground of atari cartridges it's the absolute graveyard of a failed marketing plan in the desert it's pretty that's the crazy shit people are gonna find five thousand years and you're like oh fuck that's what we have to show for it none of our cool stuff shows up but it's just like ah here's whatever like okay so yeah i unfortunately i don't have too many more examples because i had i had a uh... The book Taylor's Greek book, which he cared about, uh-huh. and then Taylor's got a bunch of them apparently, like those so Nazi I've, books. I've got... I could rattle some off right now. I'm like, I, I'm, I am a fucking, I'm a '80s businessman with a roll of bills right now. I can just can peel I, them off. Can I ask something in regards to the context of your guys' like behavior with this stuff? Uh-huh. Uh, in terms of like, how were your parents like? How was how was family growing up dealing with like, did you hoarders, purgers, everything gets thrown out, that sort of stuff? Because I have, like, my dad still has a tape of some obscure Charlton Heston movie called The Warlord. Cool. Uh, It's not, it's from 1990, whatever, but, like, the movie is from 1965, and, like, I don't know a single person other than my dad who knows the movie exists. And I like Charlton Heston, and that's the only reason I know it. He has a bunch of shit. Like, he has a bunch of stuff. Well, my mom is like, get rid of this. Why do you need this? Why do you need this? Why do you need this? And like Clockwork... Two weeks after she throws something out, it's like, hey, where was that thing we were looking at? Isn't that a fun? Like, we could use that right now. And it's like, <laughs> oh, we got rid of it. And just like dead eye staring at her like, of course. But like, how was your guys like context with that? Ori, um, this is going to be a, a, a long one for me. So how about you take this one <laughs> oh first? God. Oh, God. Uh when my parents first met, they just. Well, now I just got to run oh, out the clock. Back. Right? <laughs> 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 No, we 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 didn't we didn't really we kept everything clean, didn't really throw anything away that we wanted. Okay. We like we were, if you wanted to keep something, you were allowed to keep it. No big deal. Okay, I've so, been but myself you, like, systematically removing everything from my life. <laughs> that makes sense. But I do. I get that. T- t- all right, Taylor, can you condense I, I this? Because so, we have other. I I do have other things I can talk about. I'm okay. so reticent to give him the. I floor know. Again. I know. I, I, like, I really, guys, this is this is not a part of my, like, behavioral genetics, my epigenetics or whatever it is that, like, that weird way that certain behaviors are just brought down House you're, of Atreus you're style. You're dragging out the prelude. You're doing it, you're doing okay. it now. So my grandparents uh, were part of the, the, the greatest generation, right? So, uh-huh. you know, they lived through the Depression. This is where they grew up. So they were raised with a mindset like, no, you literally have to keep everything because we won't be able to buy a new thing later and we don't know That's when fair. we're going to need it. So when my grandfather passed, uh, he had a farm and he had a garage that when you open the door, both doors, it was just filled to the literal oh. stopping point, like a Borg ship of artifacts. <laughs> of just stuff and there were like cars that were just left in yards and tractors that hadn't been run in years and farming equipment that was there and then there was another barn filled with stuff and his house his house itself was filled to the brim to the point where we found little letters 
and with money inside them when my grandparents were having like marital issues that they would uh-huh. hide in the house, uh, oh, you know, and just like oh, they would they God. themselves would forget about it. So like shit Ooh. goes deep. And now this brings me to my parents. This is my mother's parents, right? And my mother is a they have stuff. My parents have a lot of stuff. Yeah. And like they they literally love the accumulation of stuff. And I love that about them because their house is gorgeous and it you go into it and it feels like a museum of cool stuff. Yeah. And my dad tells the story about how he had stacks of comics, uh, like be, like old, mm-hmm. val- now incredibly valuable comics that he knew he wanted to keep forever in his when he went to college, his mother cleaned out his bedroom oh and threw them God. all out. So his ent- like most of his comic collection is now after that traumatic point at eighteen. Like I have to rebuild it. Yeah. I have to get it all. Absolutely. And my dad like still buys comics occasionally, but now he has the Library of Congress's worth in my parents' <laughs> basement in boxes. So like it it doesn't come out of a vacuum. My behavior <laughs> like yeah, exactly. it, it really like, is like generational at this point. Like because my apartment also is just a testament. To my interests and hobbies. If you listen to the VHS episode, you will a (laughs) hundred percent understand. Like it makes all of the sense. Okay, so I'll I'll try to match you with one of my weird things. Then I think I've recently purged this one. Okay, but traditionally, when I buy a board game, they come with the like a not like a fancy board game, you know, not like Monopoly. But they come out with the oh, like an elaborate, yeah, 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 the bunch of the little cardboard punch outs, right? And these board games are expensive. So you punch yeah. out all the little tokens and everything, and then naturally, I just put the thing that the punch outs came in back in the box. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, of course, I do that too. Huh. Why would you get rid of it? Huh. No, I th- I've been getting rid I- of them now to with some difficulty, but what? And ins- oh my god. Okay, this one I I will condemn <laughs> myself my for head. this next behavior that I'm about to lay out cuz it is bad. I do puzzles and I when I finish puzzles, uh-huh. I glue them and I frame them and I put them up. And I can't I haven't been able to do it for like oh. 2 years yeah, because my fair. I don't have a table in my apartment. That's not the bad okay. part. The bad no, part is I keep fine. all the boxes that the puzzles oh. were in. Oh my god. <laughs> You're <laughs> gluing them and framing them. They are now secure. Get rid of the box. But the boxes are nice. In the same way There's that I no have the boxes for every like Apple yeah, product really in my entire like life boxes. that I've ever touched. Yeah, oh. boxes are another category. Because if it's a nice oh, yeah, enough box, that box is stuck in your house for the rest I, of the time. I will say, in terms of items, though, the one that I probably should get rid of. It's hard. Again, it's tough. It's a little bit like that. One year for Christmas, so I, as everyone's starting to learn or already knows, whatever, I am a big fan of pro wrestling. And I'm sorry, Brian. You, 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 you like sh- pro wrestling? Sh- I'm gonna punch you right in the head if you keep. <laughs> <laughs> really? Are you sure you're not gonna give me the, the people's elbow or whatever the fuck you guys the do? The people's elbow started as a joke, and then somebody took it seriously. Um, but. The whole goal of professional wrestling is to become the champion, and the champion has a title belt, right? Mm-hmm. So for one year for Christmas, little old Brian uh, found himself in possession with a WWE authentic replica title belt. What? Damn. What are you even talking about? I it you put it on. It's got little clasps, and you wear it, and it's a belt. And it's it it got it has some weight to it, like. But whatever, it's children's belt, and <laughs> to the point of the obsession is one is still obviously have it. But at one point, I believe it was either right after college or like in co- some. No, it was right after college because it wasn't at college. Um, I went out uh, for Halloween with a couple of my friends to go bar crawling and bar hopping, right? And I was like, I don't know what I want to be. I don't know what it is, right? And I'm like, all right, I can throw a thing together. I had a John Cena t-shirt. Cool. So I had a John Cena t-shirt. I put on a baseball cap with a matching color. I put on sort of jean shorts because he wore those prolifically. Um, Some (laughs) might say too often, but he wore them. And that's the reason they're still around. And to finalize and to the piece de resistance, little Brian... And by little, I mean 23 years old, Brian, put on a children's replica title belt and walked around, I think it was Leesburg, Virginia, just bar to bar going, hello. And by the way, got several people recognizing me. 
They did the John Cena theme song. They went, they did. Hey, John Cena. They said, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I think I literally hate myself that this was my most successful (laughs) costume. And now I can never get rid of the title belt because. Oh no. Any embarrassment about pro wrestling or anything like that aside it is now part of a successful Halloween costume. Yeah, so I'm no, like, fuck you. Totally You're fine. stuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, that sounds totally reasonable to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, so on the like, boxes thing? I'm absolutely going to get shit on for this. Oh, it's totally fine. That makes complete yeah, no, sense. You're good. Oh, no, no, no. Like, uh, Brian, um, one of the Where puzzles Brian? that I made, or both of you guys, one of the puzzles that I made was missing a piece. So I bought the same puzzle. Oh my god! I threw out. It's a 500 piece puzzle. I threw out 499 pieces, but I still have both boxes of that puzzle. (laughs) Okay. I was actually totally on board until you said I kept both boxes and threw away the pieces. Well, because I only needed the one piece, and now I have the entire thing done and glued, and I I I can't make a second puzzle because that one's going to be missing the same piece the first puzzle. Why did you get a second? Like, why are you having a second box? Stop that puzzle and buy a second. Where are you putting these boxes? It's a very <laughs> limited closet space that I have. Oh, there's a whole rack on top. <laughs> there's a whole rack, uh, uh, like a, a upper shelf in my closet right now. And literally no. half of it is boxes. No, One of it no. is a typewriter that I got, uh, I guess, a, as a graduation gift, which I can never get rid of because it's cool. And, uh, and yeah, just like other stuff like that. Oh, like, just... A lot of it is empty boxes. <laughs> So I'm so already I've been horrified with the amount of stuff you have, and you're telling me that there's a secret Narnia closet filled with the actually bad stuff. How like well, it's not even a Narnia closet? It's my bedroom closet. So you don't even use the the boxes for storage. The boxes That's are the just part. full in their entirety. Husks. There's not even has... they're not even inside of each other. Yeah. You didn't even like cut out the front at least or anything. Uh-uh. He has a bunch of hollowed out corpses in uh-huh. his top shelf. Uh huh. Horrific. You're a. Oh, I, uh-huh. <laughs> I have a problem, okay? <laughs> what an absolute nightmare. I like stuff. I enjoy stuff. And <laughs> no one can take that away from me. Yeah. Um, pretty pretty happy oh. I never have to live with any of that. Um, what I did oh, want to get into. No, no, no. It's going to get me in a little bit of trouble. Uh, so I don't know if y'all have ever lived with one of your girlfriends. But there are there are no. certain new items that enter the house, which um, I don't know if it's like if it's living with Shannon or just like living with a white person. I don't know if you if y'all just have these. It could be uh, yeah, it could just be us. But it's my my apartment is riddled in fucking candles and plants, <laughs> and I don't. <laughs> I too have candles. I that one might be a white thing. I keep moving that's them. A I, more I keep white girl. I keep that's a little more white girl. Maybe it's my fault because I keep moving them to like be stored somewhere, and I just keep piling yes. these candles on candles on candles. But then there's more candles on the counters. Like maybe if I didn't keep putting them away, there wouldn't just be keep more appearing. You know, because so, exactly like you're 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 basically creating your own problem by going. Let's put this somewhere else and then they go oh we need a candle oh there. sweet and now we have boom, more room yeah. for candles <laughs> bingo bingo if there's a if there's an ounce of free space in the ground it's like oh sweet let's put this fucking jar of dirt with an old plant in it and it's just like okay. what? on the plant thing jorge uh, you've been to my parents house yeah um and you've seen a smattering of plants in my parents basement I have a completely appropriate number of plants well, hold on, because that is less than half the <laughs> yes. number of plants, because when my parents entertain, my dad has to take more than half of the plants and put them into the bathtub in the bathroom in the basement, oh so there is God. room for the people when they entertain, and my dad will take the plants back out when they're done and put them back in their place in the basement, like next to the window. Oh my God! Yeah, I think so these plants both are dirty. Of these might be a white thing. Yeah, people are like, no, these look nice, and I'm like, there's literally just a pile of dirt. On the ground right now. Like, I, I mean, I get like having a plant to like oxygenate, you know, like that's it makes you feel better in that regard. But like, that's too many plants, Taylor. Like, one well, I, plant. I can't is keep fine. Plants, so luckily, like, I will never have this problem. I kill plants as if it was like a, a job. Yeah, I there's based on incompetence, not malice. Slightly different scenario. Uh, column A, column B. Oh Jesus Christ, Taylor! This is a slightly different scenario, and at the risk of just talking about shit white people do. The, I mean, there is know. a thing I've always talked about, and it's just, just that confirm it. people like to hide their trash cans <laughs> in the kitchen 
Okay. They specifically, <laughs> they specifically will take the trash can. It's like, all right, where can I hide this little motherfucker? Put this and away. it could be any cabinet or drawer or cupboard. And I just like, I'll go in there and be like, I would like to throw this away, please. And it's like, first, I'm not even going to get into like the recycling thing was very hard for me to get on board with because I'm like, uh-huh. I can't, I should, it shouldn't be this hard for me to throw something away. I can't find it. And when I do, it's like a smattering of different size cans. It's yeah. just like, fucking try as you might, you'll never find. <laughs> the right Who finds bin the trash won't live through the night oh sorry that's yeah a leprechaun quote it's uh and then uh, shannon's the newest acquisition is a no. uh is a cast iron skillet <laughs> oh, God, sorry I, I, i've heard you talk about it's this it's just like uh i feel like y'all know what a cast iron skillet is this is like pretty new yes. to me because i did not grow up with one of them i saw devin have one last so yeah devin had one when i lived with him Okay. And immediately it's like, oh, he just left this dirty giant pot out on the oven. Let me wash it for him. <laughs> no. Oh, whoops. I guess I'm in trouble. And he was, yeah, he like, was not. No, he did not get upset about it at all. Okay, um, good. <laughs> but then, yeah, now I see this thing. And it's just like sitting out like, oh, no. It's, it's like, let's get a pot. Let's make it as thick and heavy as possible. Oh let's make sure the whole thing gets hot when you use it so you can't touch it no more. And don't you ever wash that little motherfucker. You're, you're literally not supposed to wash. Like, yeah. You're supposed to let everything sit Taylor's just bleh, in it. Taylor saw it. It's like, yeah, he's like, it already comes pre-seasoned. And he's like, no, what it is is it's fucking dirty. It's like, just, gross. You leave a dirty pot out there. It's like, oh, good. It's fucking seasoned now. Awesome. <laughs> oh, Jorge. I- Oh God! Uh, I I wanted to. First of all, I no like I get it. I have no things, defense. Like uh, everything you said is entirely accurate. But I wanted to bring up a corollary. That's my your trash can thing is my favorite observation on white people that you make. <laughs> the corollary to that is any white person entering another stranger white person's kitchen immediately knows where that trash can is. There's a yes. sense about it. I have seen that. God, they're and I can't. Is... I get it wrong every time. Dude, that's no, that's scary that you just said that because I just went through everybody, like a lot of people's houses I visited, and it's like, yeah, I kind of figured it out pretty easily. Like, oh my god, I can't, I can, I can, re- yeah, I can repeat visit, and I will get it wrong every time. Yeah, I just can't get it, dude. Oh man, because I've just had, I've had times where I go, "Where's the trash?" and they go, "Oh, it's in that cabinet," and I, and I just like, I can look and go, "Oh, it's that cabinet," and it is, <laughs> and I'm like, "How did I yep. do that?" I, yeah. I have a memory, and I don't know if it's a real memory of Jorge I and I at a party, and Jorge is standing there listless with an empty red Solo cup, <laughs> and he's oh, like, no. I don't know where the trash can is. And my memory is, without breaking eye contact, reach into like an obscure drawer in the island and pull it out, and it's a trash can drawer. Oh, I do vaguely God. remember this. And I hope that's true. I, it's 50-50, honestly, but... Oh. Yeah, it does seem somewhat. It's like it's like a a water diviner. You know how they can just magically <laughs> find like that's white people have that trash can diviner sense. <laughs> what a sense to have! Yeah, thousands oh, of years goodness. of evolution, and that's what we get. Yeah, it's so weird because those two things are just like, oh, let's make the house really nice and smell good yes. by covering it with candles and putting the trash mm-hmm. somewhere where it's not going to smell the place. But at the same time, let's fill our house with dirt and not wash our pots. <laughs> it's like you needed to equalize it. I don't understand. <laughs> oh my god. Uh so do we speaking of things oh that should god. and should not be in the house, do we want to talk about Marie Kondo? What do you want to say? Oh, okay. Um well no, hold, hold, I bought... on, hold, on, hold on. So I I've been reading Marie Kondo's book and I was like, oh dope, we're doing this episode. Let me read up let me finish reading this book so that Taylor uh-huh. can be the least informed, least informed. for this again. <laughs> specifically was the goal uh, and taylor very next day goes out buys the book pretty sure he read the whole thing of course he did um no it's so still no, in the mail but i did read all of the shit on kindle that it let me read for free oh. god damn it's not so bad so dude if you weren't so cheap you could have fucking yeah, destroyed what you, everybody <laughs> what do you want to what do you want to say about it okay so when Marie Kondo or KonMari, her her system, like first started coming on the scene, I remember hearing about it a couple of years ago before the Netflix show came out. My my okay. friend mm-hmm. Rosie was reorganizing their house, and she was like talking about like, no, it's kind of, it's difficult. It's kind of difficult, especially like getting rid of books, which is one mm-hmm. of her five categories, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember hearing that like this sounds awful. I hope this never takes off. I hope it's just a stupid <laughs> fad, like I, like wow. pad tie. It's just I something that's gonna hope come and go. This woman fails. Is pad tie yeah. not a thing anymore. 
I feel like he was really big a couple years ago, and now everyone just like casually knows what Pad Thai is. But anyway, yeah. um, I hear right. about this Netflix show, not by Netflix, like through the grapevine. This is one of the first times that Netflix has like not beaten the punch of culture as it hit me, mm-hmm. and then well, like then Netflix started showing me. Oh, in that case, they're geniuses because <laughs> I was at a party and my friend uh, Reiner came up to me. She said, "Taylor." I love you. Like holding my hand between her hands. Like Taylor, I love okay. you, but you need to watch this show. Like I, oh. I, I know who you are and I know I how you are about stuff and you need to watch this I show. Think... And I, I just, I felt my heels digging in, like oh, standing perfectly no. still, the heels lowering below the floor. Like, uh-uh, fuck this shit. Ain't nobody going to tell me that I have to get rid of I my think stuff. Every person who ever has ever known you probably thought the same thing yes. when they were watching it. It was like, I got to get Taylor to watch this show. I specifically, <laughs> my strategy was to tell you that you were going to be the least read one on this podcast so that you would buy the book but and read it. You would go and watch the show as spite. I'm not a complicated, a psychologically complicated individual. <laughs> like, there are a couple of very other large red buttons of my person but... that you can press. Yeah. But so I watched I've watched the first episode last night Mm -hmm. uh, because I wanted because I couldn't read the entire book. So I wanted to have something at least for this episode. And I came in with those heels at the same level below sea level that they were at. And I was ready to hate her. And it was maybe 10 minutes like, oh, my God, you are such a charming and (laughs) genuine, wonderful person. How could I ever want stuff in my life again? (laughs) Just, wow, hold hold on. No, no, no. No, Get away from me, witch. (laughs) (laughs) I, I am pretty convinced at this point that Marie Kondo is actually a complete psychopath and is like very, <laughs> very carefully tailoring everything down to like the race and age groups Holy. that she selected for each episode is like a very oh. clear arc that she goes on. Oh, I think God. I think everything she does is very targeted. And it, I, was, I read the whole book and I'm like, bitch, you've been you lied to me this entire book about your life. I know you did. You can't both be just as lazy as us and also have been obsessed and with completely. Kaideen since you were five years old. Like, you gotta pick a lane. This is not... Holy I would shit. love it that she has this perfect, pristine, like, charming little house that matches her charming little person. And then there's just one panel, that one candle that's out of place. And when you put it back on, it's just the Dexter kill room. Yeah. It's just... You know, like, well, I told absolute you... Absolute precision. So in, in the show, she has a translator with her. Yes. And the translator is like very like calm and out of the way, kind of yeah. keeps her head down. And I'm like, she's either very polite and shy, or she's been completely just just horrified by the things that she's... Marie Kondo has done to her. <laughs> but she's in like she's in too deep now because yeah. she'll be held culpable no, for like, all the horribleness she's seen. So she's like, I have to stick well, with it. It's just she'll like off screen. Kill me. She'll off screen. Me. I think Marie Kondo just like psychologically has beaten her and Abuse. now controls her. <laughs> Oh my god, like a cult leader. Yeah. I think it's that she's oh. just Japanese and very polite and understands that she's the trans. I don't want to make assumptions, man. You gotta, you gotta watch out for like, people. You don't know. Brian, I don't like to make assumptions based on nationality and race. That's I your I just like to assume people place. are absolute psychopaths based on nothing. <laughs> hey, I have a degree in psychology. Oh, <laughs> You're just walking down the street. Psychopath, psychopath, psychopath. psychopath. You're a psychopath. You're a psychopath. You're cool. You're like, <laughs> just, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you, fuck you. Fuck you. Um, I feel like that is like that. They make that joke in Community where Britta starts thinking that she's a counselor uh-huh. because she's in intro to psychology <laughs> courses, and I absolutely imagine Jorge doing that thing, like finger gunning people as he's walking down the street, like Toby Maguire Spider Man, but thinking, I know you're a psychopath, and now I can yeah, prove like, it. I know you're a psychopath. <laughs> I know I can prove it. Antisocial disorder, anxiety oh. tendency, just fucking OCD, hypochondria. Yeah. Yeah, really, the degree just showed me that you can't show... I'm not going to get into it. That's exactly um, <laughs> But, yes, you should watch the Marie Kondo shit, and you Absolutely. should get rid of these things that don't spark joy in your life. I Definitely do have puzzle you boxes. You, those puzzle boxes have <laughs> okay. got to go. They, those can go. I understand, like, that's an easy one to knock off the list, and it's not going to be any skin off my ass to not have empty boxes in my apartment. Yeah. yeah. Hey, fine. I'm dead... No, wait, I'm just going to say something right now, and I'm dead serious. If you bring those to the apartment, <laughs> I will throw them out as you bring them in. Oh, this is to tell everybody that Brian and I are moving in I will, together. I will throw them out. I, I'm de- I, you will put them up, and I will take them right down, and I will throw them away. Okay. And if you I keep bringing have, them in, I'll, bri- I'll rip them in half. I have two separate boxes for silverware 
because one was gifted okay. to me and I bought one before the other one was yeah, gifted to me. So now I happens. can't get rid of I, either I do of actually them. get that. Yes. But they're stacked in my kitchen. Like they're nice boxes. They're nice wood boxes with velvet inlays and like places for silverware. But yeah, yeah, one of them is filled aesthetic. with silverware and the other one's empty. Yeah. So because that's the silverware I use. I honestly, with like a level of craftsmanship on a certain thing, I I kind of am okay with that. I would just suggest using something in that box. You know what I mean? Man. Like, keeping the box is fine because it's like, it's a nice box. It's well put together, but like, make use of it. Don't just sit there and have it be yeah. a box. It, it holds up the other box. It has a use. That's insanity, dude. You're, lo- you're losing <laughs> you so quickly. So, Brian has a pretty bare, nice, I think his apartment looks really nice because he has very you so few, much. like, carefully selected things. Exactly. And it's Taylor's good. shit is just going to come in and ex- Load all over oh the shared God. areas. It's just gonna be C to shining C. Because <laughs> my the aesthetic of my apartment is I have a lot of dark wood furniture and I've been collecting this furniture for a long time. So it's uh-huh. like, wait, imagine like if a British aristocrat's library was filled also with Pokemon and puzzles. It's, dude, <laughs> like, no, that's... literally, your aesthetic is just I like stuff. <laughs> you have a hutch on your desk that you pulled out of the trash that we that begged you not That one was pure necessity. I needed the shelving space for your it's, stuff. You I don't understand. You know how you wouldn't need the shelving space if you didn't have so much stuff? Well, it'd be great. I wouldn't have to work out if my body just did things for me on its own, it's, but no, I still have to work out. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Brian, we're going to have to we're going to hold him down and we're going to Ludovico Comrie Ludovico, right into yeah, his brain. Just blank white screens over and over flashing of Dude, empty rooms. Dude, we're going to have a white girl candle fight. I'm going to start putting stuff away, and you're going to just put it back out. I'm going to put it away. You're going to put it back out. Like, uh, Brian, I noticed that my limited collector set box for this one thing isn't where I left it. Do you know what happened to that? I only noticed I noticed that only uh, 500 of the empty puzzle boxes were out, and I distinctly remember putting 1,000 out there. So what happened? And it's just like... I can't do this. Dude, I'm sure every time I go over there, I'm just going to come with a mouse in my pocket and I'm going to let him out. <laughs> well, I imagine like if Brian and I try to be polite enough together that there's going to be one night where there's a glow out of my window, like an orange glow. And I, I come out and Brian's just like with an empty bottle of wine with one last like glass of white wine as just a pile of my shit burns like, in the backyard. Like, my- I will have perfection. I will have cleanliness. I will keep leaving a mouse out and letting you know that i left a mouse out but i won't i'll make them all male mice so they can't mate and make new mice until we run into a jurassic park scenario where one of them turns into a female so that they can bang and then you got mice i don't know if they can do that but definitely don't bring a species that can yeah like just but also you'll have a jurassic park scenario on your hands so you'll be happy you're welcome. Yeah, and luckily, if we need to reference it, I've got two copies of Jurassic Park on oh. VHS that we could watch. <laughs> I want because one is the collector's edition and one is the original release yeah. of the VHS. Okay, home I'm, video. Al- I'm also donating that. all my VHS tapes to Taylor, so he will have three no. copies of Jurassic Park. No, no. <laughs> oh yeah. I can't do this. Yes. Nothing's happened, oh, and I already can't yeah. do this. Um, oh, it's going to be a wild ride, Brian. We are going to get to know each other very well. <laughs> yeah, that might have to be a this bonus episode coming every this, week. This podcast is going to end with one episode where it's just me and Jorge, and Jorge is very nervous the whole time. And I just go, okay, on this episode, we're going to talk about murdering your friends. And what do <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you just okay. you hear the office chair that Jorge is duct taped to being scooted around. <laughs> just get closer to the mic. Squeak, squeak. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, I believe we are. We are. Uh-huh. We are friends. Yeah, we're definitely friends. Good. Yeah. Is that right? Is that right? Did I say the right thing? Please, oh, dear God, did I say the right answer? Speaking, speaking of the, of the right, right answer, answer. <laughs> real smooth. Right, what do we think, boys? What do we think, boys? Are we friends on mm. the stuff that we are trapped by? Mm. Brian, are we why don't all you start? Um, I'm going to go with a maybe. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to go with a no. In the end, I'm going to go with a no. It's not like bad, uh-huh. that we're, but like just we all deal with it, but how we deal with it is so vast and varied and different on different contexts that I don't think we could say we're friends on it because we we're not like sharing the same ideals on it. It's very, very different. I think, you know, what we should do is we should all agree on recording right here to try out that Comrie shit so we can get Taylor to get rid of his stuff. 
You know what? I, I, I'm excited to do it. I'm, I, I mean, I'm not going to... There's a lot of stuff a, that I'm sure think, I'm not going to get rid of, but I, there's a lot of stuff that can go. I think I, I could say that we are friends if we're all agreeing to do the Calmarie method. If we... Yes. I'll, I'll say, yeah. I'll go on that conditional yes. Yeah. If we're all agreeing that, sure. So what about okay. you, Taylor? I feel yeah, as Taylor. though uh, we are all at a certain point, prisoners uh, to our stuff, right? Uh-huh. And I imagine us all in the yard with our you know, weird things that we can't get rid of looking down. And then it accidentally is revealed that I have a terrible case of Stockholm Syndrome, and I love the stuff that traps me and captures me. I will I will tell uh, you... So I'm going to go... Oh. Comrie does not make you get rid of anything you don't want to get rid of. You can still have a bunch of stuff. Literally, the whole idea is that if it sparks joy, if, the, if every if bunch of shit sparks joy, fine. Keep it. So what do you say, Taylor? In one way, yes. In one way, no. <laughs> then it's a no. There's one uh, thing you have to agree to, and then it'll be a yes around the clock. Uh, okay. I, like, I am going to do the KonMari thing. I am going to do it, because I've already gotten rid of more than half my clothes. <laughs> yes. There might be a time where you guys are literally like what you said, Ludovico treatment, where I am like duct taped to an armchair yeah. and you guys are bringing this out. Does it spark joy, motherfucker? <laughs> Tell me right now. <laughs> please, please don't get rid of it. It's going in the trash, bitch. <laughs> Great. I don't think Konmari has ever thought that we would weaponize and militarize her. Or Marie Kondo she weaponized we weaponize apparently according to Jorge. Konmari. She fucking... She's very yeah. calm on the TV show. I think no, I think she's weaponized it for money, dude. I think she's after that. Yes. She gloats a lot about how much money she makes. Dude, she doesn't I don't say care. it directly. Money sparks she's a shitload of joy, money. so I get it. Yeah. All right. So we're all friends then. <laughs> until further friends. notice. All right. Until further money. notice. Conditionally. Well, thank you guys again for joining us for another uh perhaps bl- most bluntly honest episode of Are We Friends? <laughs> Um, as always, you can find us on the World Wide Web on our website at r-we-friends.com. Drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. And drop us a line on our Twitter and Instagram, both of which are at underscore are we friends, all one word. I have been your uh, soon-to-be-trampled-by-a-fallen-bookshelf-full-of-knickknacks <laughs> co-host, Taylor. I've been your surprisingly <clears throat> cleanly co-host brian and i'm still just jorge and we will talk to you guys next week sparks joy i swear <laughs> <laughs>